G'day, g'day, my fabulous friends. Long time between drinks, hey? I am so happy to be back recording the podcast this week. If you aren't following me on social media, then you wouldn't know. Um, the last few months have been huge uh, for me with the extracurricular activities. I just wrapped up on Friday six or maybe even seven months of fundraising for the Cancer Council New South Wales as one of their stars of Newcastle, which, you know, the peak of that obviously was fundraising campaigns and I held a 20k charity walk, um, which raised a phenomenal amount of money as well, around $8,000 that charity walk did and including the raffle that went along with that. And in total, we ended up pulling in from myself um, and my pool of amazing businesses and people and community, 12,400, I think we're at. And as a total, the amazing 11 people around Newcastle who were part of the Stars of Newcastle, together we raised $281,000 for people who are directly affected by cancer in the Hunter region. And that, my friends, is like wild to me. Although I'm also completely not surprised because what a group of people that I've got to be connected to for the last six or seven months. But as you can appreciate, I am a passionate single tasker and that took so much of my brain space because I really wanted it to be a huge success and I really wanted to show up fully for the things that I had said yes to and that being the the dancing, the training, the rehearsals, my beautiful dance teacher from Bling Performing Arts, Talina. And yeah, I honestly know that when I say yes to these sorts of things and I say yes to anything really, I only have so much bandwidth to go around. And so the rest of what was left over went to the family, to the clients that I currently have. And it's funny, I had someone message me the other day going, do you still do one-on-one sessions? And I'm like, absolutely. We will be back to your regular programming ASAP. Um, and that is what we are here doing. I have been seeing clients still in behind the scenes, my weekly one-on-one clients. Shout out to all of you who, if you're listening, but yes, now we'll be back to our regular programming, semi-regular newsletter, lots of Instagram content, hopefully, and of course, this podcast. So today I wanted to have a chat to you about handing things over to fate and what that might look like for you, what it looks like for me. So let's wrap up the world's longest intro and get straight to the good stuff. chatting with my coach last week and her name is Brooklyn from Roots Rising and if you aren't following her already I thoroughly recommend you go and check her out. Brooklyn is phenomenal and while I have a variety of different coaches and modalities and people that I have worked with and circle back and tune into and seek out um, for support with different areas of my life, Brooklyn has been a constant and one of the most pivotal people in my 
self-reclamation, I think, over the past sort of 18 months. And as long as she'll have me, I will stay working with her because the way that she views the world is awesome. And I really think it's important for someone like myself, like I'm a coach, I am a guide and a mentor, to believe in what it is that we can do as coaches guides and mentors and because I know the value of it and I see the work that I get to do with people I know the value of having people in my life like Brooklyn um, like Renee like a whole heap of other um, people like Lauren that I have worked with over the time because having people in your village that can help you up level that see things that you can't that can call you out are so vital and I believe in it so I make sure that I'm surrounded by these people as well so we were talking because we know me (laughs) and we know all of the iterations that are me and I knew that as the cancer council work and this charity work and the big performance were coming to an end on the Friday that has just gone today is Monday so it was like three or four days ago I knew that energetically I was going to be completely cooked come Sunday Monday maybe Monday like or Saturday Sunday Monday and I knew that because it was going to take so like I'm actually an introvert which is hilarious I love being around people for a time but I recharge on my own and I knew that the Thursday and the Friday before this big performance it was going to drain my social battery like never before and the day of the performance I was so unbelievably uncomfortable we were there at the Civic Theatre for over 12 hours and it was so much like all of the lights all of the sounds all of the people The people were amazing, don't get me wrong, but also wanting to be there and be present for everyone whilst being nervous as fuck for performing in front of up to 1,500 people that night. And it was a waiting game. Like we just had to sit there and wait and do our things and be in hair and be in makeup and be in rehearsal and be for photographers. And all of those things make me so uncomfortable, let alone wearing a Lycra leotard um, on stage. It was so far outside of my comfort zone, I can't even tell you. So Friday was so uncomfortable. Friday night was so fun. The actual performance after the performance was great. Supporting the 11 people, well, there was 10 others in, you know, showing what they're capable of and shining their brightest light. That was very, very cool. But yeah, I was like (laughs) depleted come Saturday. Anyhow. B and I knew that this was coming and so we were talking about that in our session that we also happened to have on Friday morning at quarter past five in the morning because B is in Canada and I was sort of talking about what's next because I knew that that was something that I would probably rub up against knowing me and knowing that I like to like I'm very much a what's the next right thing I'm not a big picture person I don't do five-year plans or 10-year plans that feels super overwhelming and if you have a beautiful busy brain and you have an overachieving imagination I encourage you to also employ this way of looking at things and that is to look at what has to be done today look at what your priorities are for tomorrow and keep your focus on 
the next right thing. So for me, it's been very segmented. It was get to the tap dancing lessons. And this is in in regards to this um, event. It was focus on the walk. So focus on the big charity event. And I don't hold events because it's such a huge emotional and energetic um, investment. And I really feel it because I really want to make sure everyone is having a great time. And I really, if I put my name to something and I put my heart and soul into something, I want to deliver. So it's a huge energetic cost. So whenever I have that sort of investment, I want to make sure it's worth it on every single count. So it was get through the walk and that was an absolute hoot of a day. I loved it. Then it was after that, it was, you know, we had some things going on here at home and it was to work through those. Then the next thing was get through the rehearsal dinner. Oh, it wasn't a rehearsal dinner. It was get through the Thursday rehearsal and that was another huge day. Then it was get through the show day and then it was crickets, which was perfect. I made the boys happen to be with their dad. I could wind down and I didn't schedule a dang thing. But... We were talking about what's next. What would I see for myself? What would I like for myself? Where is my energy going to go? Where does the path go to next? What areas do I want to create space? What areas do I want to invest more energy? And what areas do I want to call things and people and places and experiences in? So I'm really, really happy with my one-on-one work that I'm doing with clients at the moment. I have an amazing group of women who are currently um, within programs and I'm loving that. I am also super keen to see where the creative expression comes out within my work as well. Like I've been, I feel like there's more writing. I'm excited to see how that's going to look. I have two more units left of my counselling degree, which I'm very excited about finishing and wrapping up. I am only doing one unit at a semester because life and I just don't need to be putting myself under, you know, that much pressure for that particular thing. Um, And I also would really welcome, you know, a really soft, tender exciting partnership into my life I am so ready for that and it's cool because there's been different times throughout the last sort of six or so years where I've been so eager to find that or it's been a huge focus and that's probably been to my detriment but now I feel like I am so focused on creating an amazing life in general, a big life, a wonderful life, a simple life. And if someone comes along for the ride, that's awesome. And they will add so much value to my life. But I am not out there seeking a romantic love in every single possible way. I would really love to be a part of the conversation that normalizes and celebrates all of the different types of love that we can receive within our world and not just prioritize romantic partnership sort of love. There's friendship love, there's family love, there's love from our pets, 
there's like a nurturing mothering role sort of love and there's the love that we can have and give to ourselves these are so important and the relationship and the love that I share with my girlfriends and my friendships are so important to me and they bring me so much joy so I do not think that anything is missing from my life but I am also aware that there's other pathways and cool people and cool experiences to be had now okay so we've circled the wagon and basically I understand how challenging it is and how much of a head fuck it is when people say like hold the vision have faith believe you know and you know keep focusing stay optimistic you know whatever it is when you are like trying to attach the vibration to something whatever it is whether it's a new job a new location a new relationship a new situation a new anything that you are desiring to experience how do you hold the vibration of that and the vision of that and the capacity of all that it can bring into your life when it's something that you have never experienced before it's a big old hunkin leap of faith a lot of the time and for instance how do you know that it exists whatever it is how do you know well first you've got to ask yourself some questions right do you feel worthy and do you believe that you are worthy of insert particular thing that you are desiring within your life do you believe that you are worthy of that and for me absolutely so let's circle it back to uh, my one of my desires which is a romantic partnership do I believe that I am worthy of a warm gentle fun light relationship that's loyal where there is equal reciprocity yes Fuck yeah, I believe that I am worthy of that. Fuck yeah, I deserve that. Fuck yeah, I'm open to that. Absolutely. But how do I hold the vision for something that I haven't experienced as yet? Like a relationship that will go the distance. You know, like a relationship where I feel seen, heard and supported and chosen you know when that's something that I haven't had and that is a right royal head fuck (laughs) and so I will tell you how I am doing that and I see it around me I make sure that I am surrounding myself with amazing relationships and amazing people and I do pay attention to the beautiful elements of my friends relationships that are just wonderful and I'm like that's awesome that looks like that looks like something I would like for myself and I pay attention in the interactions of the people that I am with within my world and I'm like that feels really nice and the instances that I have with people in my world 
and sometimes strangers, sometimes people that I know and I bank it. Like I remember that feeling. I'm aware. So I'm gathering evidence all the time to support my belief system that a true love exists out there for me. And it will feel like this. And that is what you can do. That is one of the first steps is to A, know that you are worthy and believe that you are worthy. And if you don't believe that you are worthy, start there. Start there, dig into that. Look at why you have chosen to take that on as your truth and heal that part and build yourself up. The next thing is obviously start to look at where you can find belief and build belief around the life that you want to call in for yourself. Gather evidence to support the life and love that you want, you know, because it exists. If you can imagine it, if you can feel it, if you can spend time in that energy, it exists. And the more time and evidence that you create and cultivate and pull together, whether cosmically, energetically, or in your real world, the closer it's going to become for you, the more you are going to feel its possibility and the more it is going to spend time in your field. And then, of course, the third thing, and this is where we sort of got to and why I wanted to have this session today, is that it's handing it over to fate. Hand it over to fate. And Brooklyn and I, and Brooklyn was the one who brought this up to me. She's like, Can you, if you haven't seen it and you haven't felt it and you can't pull from experience with this, because yeah, my belief in a relationship being in my future has definitely become rocky over the years and I sway in and sway out of believing if that's possible for me. But ultimately I know it is, but then I use a protective mechanism, which is saying that I don't really want one. And I use that as like a coat of armor so that I don't actually have to admit that I really want one. Because if I admit that I really want one, then I'm opening myself up to disappointment and then I might get hurt. Well, that's just low hanging fruit and we don't want to play there, right? I want the fruit at the top of the tree with all the sun on it. That is where I want to live. I don't want to play small and protect myself from this because so what if you end up in another relationship or down another path and it doesn't turn out the way that you thought if you have amazing experiences along the way can that be enough and for me yes absolutely that can be enough and that is enough the ending is never guaranteed all that's guaranteed is that time will keep going so knowing that I have no control over the outcome, nor do I desire a control over the outcome, nor do I want to white knuckle a relationship or anything into my existence, but I commit to taking aligned action to put myself in the path of possibility. I then honestly, with heart open and a big fucking fence, hand it over to fate. I hand it over to fate. And that is an energy that I'm going to be playing in and have been playing in for the last few days. And I think it's going to be for the next little while because it's like full fairy energy, right? Like it's fun, it's light, it's playful. And it's like, fate, show me what you got. You're on. Like this is on to you now. I am going to do my part in showing up in every possible way that I can and keep my eyes to the sky and my energy clear and open 
and I hand the rest over to Faith. There you go. You can take it from here. As long as I know that I am showing up and I am living my life at full send in whatever way feels most true to me and I am putting myself out there in the ways that feel most true to me, then I hand the rest over to Faith every single day. So that is the energy I will be playing in from now on. I will be saying that to myself each and every morning. And now, as I always like to end these podcasts on a reflective note for you so that you are going to walk away, drive away, whatever it is, with something that you can put into play for your life, how can you utilize this handing over of the things to fate and to the universe and make it work for you? So can I get a commitment from you that is crystal freaking clear where you are aware of what it is that you want to call into your life. What steps are you going to take and make and create to make that a possibility? What's required of you in terms of this contract that you're putting out there with the universe and with fate herself? And then how are you going to do them? When are you going to do them? And it doesn't have to be like anything that's weighty, but get crystal freaking clear on your part that you need to play in this beautiful divine contract and then hand it over to fate, right? As long as you are showing up and doing the things that are within your divine part of the contract, are you able to hand the rest over to her and play in that beautiful energy? I think that is such a sweet spot to be in, but it's over to you. So if you love this podcast, if you found something interesting within here, I would love to hear in the Instagram, like notes that you see up on this tile, please come find me at katieford.com.au. Leave a comment that really helps um, me be able to keep reaching more people. Share this podcast with someone if you thought that they would get a kick out of it as well. And I would love to hear what you are actually thinking of handing over to fate and if this works for you as well. I will be back very, very soon with another episode, hopefully next week, and see if we can keep that rolling um, for the next little while. I so appreciate you have been so patient with me while we keep moving through the different seasons and the chapters of our life. Be well and be true, my friend. Mm-hmm.